Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cadaver Lab, episode 81. I'm Mike. And I am Sam. Wow. What? what? Are you trying to be sultry? Are you yes. trying to be... Oh, really? Why? Yes. Well, because it's been two movies in three weeks where we've had a sultry female radio star trying to get her voice <laughs> on to make guys jizz in their pants just while they're driving down the road. Dude, no, no, no. You, you totally mistook that, dude. <laughs> She she was the Dark Knight. Hello, this is Gabe oh, yes. Stevie Wayne. Oh, if you can't guess, we're doing the fog. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, dude. She is Christian Bell for sure. She's, she has like the Dark Knight voice for that. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so true. <laughs> nice. Dude. I said I'm Batman. <laughs> oh, that's great. You know, I'll tell you what. Um, I was I was a little. I mean, you know. You know how movies are. I've been really into like these crazy horror comedies uh-huh, lately. So, uh-huh. I, you know, so I mean, you know, ha- I, a couple of days ago, I'm like, dude, have you watched The Fog yet? Yeah. Because you know, because I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I feel like watching it. And I was thinking about it, but you know, and I'm glad I did because I I, I watched it and I remembered it, and uh, I don't know what I was smoking. I, I don't know what my problem was. Well, I think you have to be in the right mood because it's not really a big. It's not like an overly violent movie. No, and you know, and the thing is too is is as I was putting down some notes for this, it's a mystery. And yeah. I, you know, you can't give away too much on the mystery. You know. Well, that's true, and it was so, it was well done, and we'll get into that. But we'll get into that, dude. But you know what we're missing right now? What? Opeth. Downtown what? right now. Oh shit! Really? I'll I, tell you how what. How come you didn't go to that? Well, I was gonna go, except for I I have so much stuff going on. You know, this last couple of weeks I've had and I, I do have coming up this week. Yeah. I just don't know if I – first of all, I hate going out on weeknights anyways. Yeah. You know, because, yeah. you know, the wife and the kids. It's yeah, there. it's tough. But I just hate missing them. You know, I, I hate not being there at night and for them and whatever. Right. So I figure since this weekend's going to be rough, well, Thursday, Friday, and Saturdays, I'm probably going to be gone. So mm. Where are you going to be? Wanna... Well, let's see. Thursday, I'm going to go see some kind of a documentary on Jack the Ripper. Oh, sweet, man. You ever been to a Fathom event? Have you ever seen those, you know, in the movie theater? Oh, is, oh, you know what? I haven't been to one of those, but they always look pretty cool. I would definitely go check out, like, the symphony. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> the opera. Come see Swan Lake. Come see yeah, dudes just... who put me to shame because they look like they've got giant socks down their balls. Oh, dude. You realize that they wear athletic cups, right? Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen those, like, scissor those like scissor jumps they do in oh midair. They like do scissor jumps Dude. like in front of them. You know, like out like directly out in front of them. They scissor. You want your balls bouncing off your thighs? I don't think so. Oh my god! They are kept in an athletic cup, not because they're going to get impact, because they need to be kept, you know, in a nice little package in a cup provided. Well, that's that. where the uh, that's where the whole term nut nutcracker came. Like they should crack my nuts with those thighs. <laughs> Because like you if think you're not it's about careful, a candy, a Christmas candy. Thing, listen, or? dude, that is not where that came from. Because no. no, because the first guy that ever did the Nutcracker, um, when he got did a scissor, one of those scissor kicks, he wasn't uh-huh. wearing any support, and he literally busted his balls <laughs> with those rock hard thighs and those sculpted uh, calves. Oh, what? What? Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> with a sweat glistening and running off. <laughs> I'm gonna go take a cold shower. <laughs> yeah, we'll be we'll be right we'll back. We'll be right folks. back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh awesome. my gosh! Hey, yeah, what awesome. did that? Oh yeah, that's right. And then uh, Die Monster dies playing this weekend. I'm probably gonna go out and see them. Oh nice! And of course, the big game on Thursday night, man. The, Dallas Cowboy uh, Stadium. 
Oh, no, that's Friday. What did I say? Thursday. I meant Friday. That's yeah, Friday night. So, yeah, I've got a pretty pretty busy weekend coming up. Plus, Halloween's on Monday. I'm going to take Friday off. I might go check out. Uh, I've been wanting to go see The Thing or Paranormal Activity 3. Oh, yeah. Have you seen either one? Uh, I've not seen either one. So, I think I'm going to take Friday off and, and sneak out early to go see one of those. That's awesome, dude. We'll see how, we'll see how that goes. Because our, our, my work's having their... their uh, Halloween party. Uh-huh. So basically, they're using the gym, so we can't play basketball Friday. So uh, I figure I'll go do that, which is a bummer. I need to get back but, out and do that. Yeah, you're welcome every Friday. Well, my back's been so messed up, and and unfortunately, I've been laying down trying to and taking medicine, trying to get it to oh, get, get it to relax. You, I'm glad you said medicine. I, I, was <laughs> I didn't a little say bit, drugs. I did not well, say drugs. Well, but, laying, uh, you said you were laying back and taking. Oh, like, ooh, yeah, oh, that, that could have gone down a different path. No, but uh, <laughs> and so it, it's been like literally probably three months where I've been dealing with this. So I finally went and saw a regular doctor. I've been going to see a chiropractor, and he's a nice enough guy, and they do some pretty good work there. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I don't think my my issue is not a in a chiropractic issue; it's a muscle issue. And Dude, so, they um, straighten your spine so that your body can heal itself. No, and they do a great job. Listen, well, when I'm going, <laughs> uh, he does a great job, and I'll go back. But it just wasn't. I was. He wanted me to come like twice a week because he thought that he was helping me, and it would feel mm-hmm. good right when I left. But then it would it would just seize up the next morning. So I quit going, and I went and saw my regular doctor just to kind of see what he thought. And uh, he did some motion tests and some other stuff like that, and kind of felt around in my back. <laughs> and uh, he said that I've got a really deep uh, back spasm. It's it's like a you have layers of muscle How do you in your get back. That? It's just from from you know it's hereditary stuff, and it's being overweight, and it's not using my back muscles enough. It's a lot of me sitting around driving, and I don't you know sitting at my desk and stuff like that. So anyways, um, so he told me that I've got this, uh, this deep spasm that, you know, muscles right against my spine that are not relaxing. They're contracted. So when I sit down, they contract. And then when I stand up, they're not releasing. So it literally feels like you're just, I mean, like it's a giant muscle sprain and that's what I've been dealing with. And so he says, I need to do some physical therapy. So laying down is not the right thing for it. So I've been walking on this treadmill that I've got in my basement. I hung a Uh flat screen on my wall. I'm down here right now. That's where Mm -hmm. I record. And so, but I, it's so funny because I can walk for like an hour and a half because I'm playing Gears of War, like the original. <laughs> dude, you the know first what? I don't one. know how you play. I'm sure I I would have walked off the side of it by now. Oh, dude, I myself. almost killed myself today. I was <laughs> finishing up Act Two, and uh, and I almost threw the controller up into the ceiling because I stepped on the side there and I almost died. <laughs> like I almost did the splits and hurt myself even worse because I'm an idiot. So I was like, I I was just happy nobody saw me do it, but dude, I, I looked like a complete idiot. I remember I, I had the same kind of setup on my last house, and uh, I was, <laughs> was I was watching. Uh, have you ever seen uh, Tombs of the Blind Dead? No. It's these old Italian zombie. Well, I, basically, it's it's that the Knights Templar have come back to 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 range here. Anyway, long story short, these guys walk so slow. Oh really? I'm sitting there dude, I swear I was watching that and I, I about fell asleep while I was doing that. And then I stepped off it and I I just hit the deck. I was oh my gone. Gosh, that is and awesome. I never hook on that little turn off the treadmill thing, you know? Yeah, right. So there I am, my ass is on the ground. My wife comes in to see what happened. She just starts laughing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, thanks a lot. That's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> well, so, dude, that's cool. So, are you going to get over the over the back pain? Yeah. So, what I was going to say was, since laying down is it was not working, it's not what you're supposed to do. Um, I think basketball would probably. I, I probably can't come and freaking mix it up like I have been because I play so hard. Oh my gosh! I'll, t- um, I'll tell you but, what. Uh, 
but uh you know i probably could uh i probably could come out there and uh what the hell is that shit what are you looking at leap year <laughs> on dramas dude. nice you need dude. to go hey you need to look that up on your uh on your xbox netflix leap year yeah look up leap year just check out the the uh, screen there anyways um so <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I need to get there and play some basketball there. Well, but I'll tell, it, you, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what that's been keeping me really excited this week and talking about cold <laughs> showers. Um, but you know how you got your cable back? Yeah. You need to uh, you need to start. Do you ever channel surf? Like just go through and see what kind of uh, awesome, um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, infomercials are out there. Never. <laughs> well, <laughs> I found one that was just fantastic. Uh oh. And it's called the Genie Bra. Have you ever... Uh, really? Oh, dude, let me tell you. Changed my life. Uh, one of the greatest infomercials ever. Because what it is, <laughs> is it's it's this bra that is so, um, so... Fits so good for these women. And so, you know how, like, on uh, on infomercials, they, they try and show you how, how cluster F your... Like, your kitchen is with all the tools, and so you're supposed to get into this one tool. Well, right. they do this with these bras, and, like, these they, they just jiggle these boobs all over the place. <laughs> like, they're going to almost fall out. And, and you really? just can't take your eyes off because you're like, I know there's going to be a nipple slip. I know there's going to be a nipple slip. But there never is, but it's still... I just can't take my eyes off it. I have to watch sure. it. Oh, it's fantastic. Really? So... Yeah. So it's changed your life, huh? Oh, dude. It's, I mean, I, I don't sit, I haven't sat down and just watched an infomercial over and over and over since the magic bullet, but this thing freaking, <laughs> freaking dominates, man. Do you know what the only thing I ever am tempted to buy? What? There's like, there's like this uh, spray, like, I can't remember, I, I, I can't remember what it is, but basically you spray it on something like on your, on, you know, your rain gutters or something. It makes it totally waterproof. <laughs> Yeah. And there's this one thing where they put a screen door on the bottom of a boat and they spray it with this stuff and it kind of it looks like tar or whatever. Oh, yeah. And the boat floats, the dude's in it and everything. Yeah. I'm like, I got to get some of that shit. I have no idea what I'll use it for. One, But one day, here's here's what I figure. Yeah. When I was a kid, we had to redo our, our, uh, our roof one time. So me and my dad and my brothers were up there, you know, we're re, we, re uh, you know, shingling the roof. Yeah. Here, here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to get a shit ton of that stuff and just spray paint it. <laughs> that was that was the shittiest job I ever did, dude. That's it's up funny. there. It's 300 degrees. So I'm going to get that stuff. That's awesome. I saw that stuff. But you know what the funny thing is about that? I was like, that is so awesome. But it comes in like a small spray can. And yeah. so you paid the 20 bucks for it. And dude, that's seriously going to run out like in five minutes. Uh, Well, I'll just get a bunch. <laughs> well, they double your order if you pay nineteen ninety nine, and you order right within ten minutes of the commercial. Well, so maybe I should start uh, channel surfing. Absolutely, there. you got to find that stuff because I promise you, if you wait past the ten minutes, they're not honoring that. Dude, speaking of cold showers, uh oh, I watched American Horror Story. Oh the, yeah, the the first one. That redhead in there. Wow. Yeah, no kidding, dude. Well, you know, I actually, I actually really liked that show. I mean, it, it was, was good. I, huh? was, I didn't really like to see Dylan McDermott's butt. Well, it know. was pretty sculpted. And you know those thighs. Um, you talking about again? Not, I'm just kidding. He was. If if he <laughs> wasn't jerking off into the thing, no. Well, listen, no, no. hey, listen. No. You know that's just. I mean, that was extenuating circumstances. Come on. Well, because the red, hot redhead was flicking her bean there for yes. a minute. You know, I'll tell you what though. It, it if nothing else, it's uh-huh. it's this kind of like. I don't know what do you, what do you call it? like some kind of weird psycho yeah. sexual ghost story. 
Exactly. You know, and it's and it's like there's I mean, it's unique at least. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's what I think about it. So you don't have other stuff like that on TV. I mean, it's it's really. Well, geez, I couldn't believe the crap they got away with on just FX, you know, because the channel it's on. But well, yeah, it was it was it was really um, overtly sexual stuff going on innuendo and stuff. Sure. Have you seen well, this? They... Did you see this week's yet? No, in fact, uh, I haven't. Let's see. What days are they on? It's on uh, Sunday. Uh, actually, I think it's on Wednesday nights. So, okay. So, no, I, I've only watched the first episodes. And oh, I have okay. one. I think I have one more recorded. Or maybe I have two more. I don't know. You should have two but, because there's been three. And I have not. I started this week's episode um, over the weekend but uh, ended up not, uh, not, not watching it. I can't remember what I was doing but ended up not watching it. I think I got tired. But no, uh, so, I watched like the first five minutes. And so it goes into some back history and stuff like that. So okay. I, you know, I, I'm interested just in the first five minutes that I watched of this one just to uh -huh. kind of see where it's going to go because it actually involves some of the main characters. You know, and I have to admit that I do – I was a little worried about the teenage girl character. Yeah. Because because she comes out and, you know, they're looking at the house and they're like, so where did the guy kill himself? You know, the basement. And the girl's like, oh, we'll take this house. Right. It's like, what? What? Shove it up your ass, you dumb little yeah, bitch. Right. What? Yeah. It's, shut up, you know. But it that ended up not being too bad. Right. So I, I, I think right now that that's the only thing that could annoy me enough to get rid of it. But the rest of it's pretty good. Well, no, so, she ends up being pretty. She ends up being pretty good. And I think you haven't seen the one because I think it's the second one that. Uh, do you remember? Um, it's always sunny in Philadelphia when uh, Sweet D uh, was dating a retarded person. Yes. Yeah. So he that guy <laughs> plays uh, little Ricky or whatever is it is in that one. Which was oh, really? just awesome, dude. <laughs> she doesn't date that uh, that that Down syndrome girl from the next door, does she? Um, there's some pretty kinky stuff that gets into. No, oh, I'm just kidding. Sick. No. Oh, that was terrible, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Oh. oh my! Oh my gosh, dude! I'm sorry. Oh, uh, by the way, before I forget, I want to thank I thank everybody for. The you know the the hammockus one year show the hands balls oh, calls yeah yeah oh my gosh dude we got we got quite a few and I was it was so funny in fact I just was covering my face sweating I was laughing so hard <laughs> hands balls just took it in stride dude, I mean, really? oh it was so funny that is it was fantastic. perfect dude I oh I appreciate you guys calling those in <laughs> but oh my oh that was so great oh god that worked out it's so good. Uh, so, uh, you want to hear how awesome I am? Yeah. So, Cradle of Filth came out with a new album. Uh-huh. And, uh, and they've been just pumping those out, like, once a year or whatever. So, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go down. And, and, you, you know, how do you, how do people sell albums now? I mean, how, how they have to come up with something to actually go make you get the, the, the hard copy. Because, I mean, I haven't bought a real CD in forever. Yeah, right. So, Cradle of Filth put, like, a DVD with it. You know, and, and a lot of and a lot of bands are doing this now. Uh -huh. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go pick that up. You know, so I go down to Best Buy, um, and I pick up uh, the deluxe set of Friday the Thirteenth one through eight. Yeah. You know how they've been putting out all those uh, all those uh, deluxe versions of it the yeah. past couple of years. So I, I basically just bought that whole box set. Mm. I went in and I actually bought a Herschel Gordon Lewis Godfather of Gore documentary. Nice. And a couple of other things here and there. Yeah. And uh I went up to the I went up to the Best Buy, you know, what do you call the counter to, to check out whatever. Uh -huh. I spaced even looking for that cradle of filth. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> spent a awesome. hundred bucks spent almost a hundred <laughs> bucks and walked out 
without even looking for the thing. Oh, that is so funny. That was great, dude. I asked the girl at the at the counter. I'm like, oh, by the way, do you guys have this? She's like, well, I can't. I don't know from here. You're gonna have to go back out and ask. I'm like, yeah, screw it. So I just came home and downloaded it. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. <laughs> Legally, that's how, that's how it always ends. Uh, as far as you know, what? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, dude. Uh, you, speaking of uh, downloading things legally, guess what I got today too? What? Uh, Hellraiser Revelations. Oh, really? The, the brand new, it's brand new, dude. Wait a second. Um, Wait a second. Yeah. What? What do you mean? Like I don't. I don't even. I don't even know what that is. It is a brand new Hellraiser that came out. Doug Bradley doesn't even play Pinhead, and in my opinion. He's not Pinhead until nobody can play Pinhead. The real, and I don't consider them Pinhead till I've taken a leak in the next stall. Okay, so <laughs> nice. So I I can't remember the guy who plays it. Is I've heard it's terrible, but I downloaded it just more, mostly out of morbid curiosity. I haven't yeah. heard anything good about it, but so I, I got to check that out. I wonder, you know, I wonder what we wait. Did you? Uh, is that uh, news, Damon? Shh, what? I don't know. What are you? Ta- what? Uh, you can you can point that out. Oh, thanks. No, I get, I get more work got, to edit. I'm wondering where you got it, dude. Demonoid. Oh, I, I don't think I have that one. No. Well, since when do you ever go out and get anything after I've already gotten it, Sam? Come on. I always, you know what? I, I always get stuff you know, all the time. I just watched the zombie farm. <laughs> I bet that was great. Dude, well, I, I was, you know, it. it was so terrible. Oh, oh, I haven't even heard of it. Oh, terrible. I was thinking maybe we should do it for the show, but I've heard too many bad things. And I don't know when we do a sh- when we do a movie that it's like we hate. Yeah, I, I, it's just I don't know. I I I just I don't really have as much fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. Because <laughs> oh, this movie sucked. But we right, still can next? we can end up doing that because we've been doing it once a week. Well, you know what we ought to do. Yeah, and, and then somebody I can't remember who it was. Damn it! I, maybe it was Zach, and he he came up with another uh, uh, movie request that we should do and this is the last episode that we're going to put out before halloween unfortunately uh-huh. Uh-huh. but and but this one would the, the 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 movie zach requested would fit right in with like one of those old uh even you know even though this isn't this is more of a mayday type and yeah. not a halloween type yeah. uh the wicker man the original wicker man oh dude i love that show yeah, I so own i'm that. thinking maybe I we ought to do that yeah we ought to do it. i, I haven't that. seen it in years yeah i watched that in fact i don't know that i saw the new one um, no, the and then, sucks and then I went and picked, picked the old one up for five bucks. Sure. Yeah, so I have that one, which is awesome. Dude, I, maybe we should do that. I mean, yeah. usually usually I like to do movies we haven't seen, but that hasn't been going on this year. This, uh, well, no, actually, that's not even true at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of the ones that we've seen before. The only one I haven't seen that we've done recently is Black Death. Oh, yeah. Let's see. In I can't even think of, of recent ones, but that's like the only one that I haven't seen in forever. Well, we kind of wanted to do one, you know. One well, I'm that... talking even back to the Cronenberg that we did, and yeah. some of those other ones. I swear, dude, there yeah. was. Oh wait, we did the woman. Did we do the woman? We did. Yes. Okay, we did the woman. That's one I hadn't seen. I guess. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But we should do that one. Yeah, dude. I. That's and a, of course, that's the Wolfman wants us to do Zombie Lake. <laughs> I don't think and, I, what what is that one, dude? Here here's what we ought to do. We should watch Zombie Lake and then decide whether or not to do it. <laughs> is it that bad? I have I have turned it on before. Yeah, I think I've sat through the first ten minutes, and if I remember correctly, maybe this isn't even the, the right movie. Some girl gets naked and goes skinny dipping, yeah, and then zombies get her. I remember it was like so bad. I turned it off. Really. <laughs> 
That sounds like. Uh, but that was years ago. I mean, literally, that was. I, I think I was. I I think I was in the. <laughs> I ate shit on my uh, treadmill house. Oh really? Yeah. So I mean, it's been a long time. I was gonna say it can't be worse than House of the Dead, right? Um, you know what? I used to think House of the Dead was bad till we did it on Cadaver Tracks. Uh, yeah, now, it's, now it's like one of the greatest. That's one of the greatest <laughs> movies I've ever seen. Dude. That's great. <laughs> oh, anyway, yeah. I, I, so I probably one way or another. In fact, after this, I might turn on Hellraiser Revelations. Depends on uh, if my wife's asleep when I go into the bedroom or not. So, I'll, so if she's asleep, I'll. I'll peel one off real quick on the other side of the bed and then <laughs> and then watch it. Nice, well, nice. listen, we got that new we got that new mattress that you can jump on and your partner won't even feel it. Dude, that is fantastic. So, I need no, a new really, mattress. I need to get something like that. Really? Actually, I'm lying. I wish it was because uh, you can feel every ripple. Oh, really? So, so my Did wife they sell Lake, you on it that you wouldn't. No, 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 no. I'm, we haven't bought any mattresses oh, okay. at all. We we still have our same one. Listen, I'm in, I'm in infomercial mode, so I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, sorry, dude. <laughs> sorry. Well, you got to realize my my. Uh, have you ever seen? I can't remember what it was. I think it was like Homer Simpson. How on his side of the bed, there's like that perfect outline of him. Oh, yeah. That's how. That's how it is. It's like I go. It's like I'm in the womb. You know, it's so. <laughs> so now you sleep it, so good. Oh, I. Well. Now, now it just seems a little bit better when I when I cry and sit in a fetal position every single night. Now it just seems more natural. <laughs> Where is this coming from, by the way? What oh, the? No. Yeah. Dude, I need to freaking turn off Netflix. I'm telling you. Why? Well, because I'm watching a movie called Hiss. Have you ever seen that? I, dude, are you serious? Yeah. I watched that the other day. The whole thing. Oh, really? It, where are you at? It well, sucks Well, I just balls. started it, and so you were making a joke when uh, the lady, it looks like she lost her baby. Yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah, so now, oh my gosh, this snake woman. Dude, just, by the way, the do you know? The snake woman just woke up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's pretty hot, by the way. The snake woman? This is directed by, oh, now it just fell out of my head, John Lynch's daughter. Oh, really? Yeah, Eraserhead. In fact, I watched this, and then me and my wife watched this, and then I'm like, dude, you should, we should watch, her dad was a was a total movie director genius so i so i watched uh i watched uh, racer head with my wife of course i fell asleep before the in heaven song oh yeah but my, oh my, my wife gosh. my wife woke wakes me up not even when she sings but you know she goes across that stage and she's giggling oh. and she starts stepping on those like oh my gosh i'm gonna things. get sick thinking about that that movie makes me sick to think about it. so weird. She, she woke me up she said what is going on i said obviously you're not paying good enough attention <laughs> Because if because it makes one hundred percent sense. I'll go. Okay. Well, there's there's a couple more parts that if you watch it and you see it and you still don't get it, then I don't know what to tell you. You're you must be an idiot. So oh my so gosh. I said I told her once once the girl sings she sing a song and explain it all. And so I went back to sleep. And so and she didn't wake me up later, but she but did she end so, up watching it? She watched the whole oh thing. Oh my gosh! And then she calls me at work because I, I usually leave early enough. They're still sleeping. Yeah. So uh, plus my my daughter's off track. So my you know she's on year round school, so she's off track. Oh. When she's off track, it's like party time in my house all night long. It's so irritating. But uh, so so they usually stay up later and sleep in a little bit later. Yeah. But she calls me. She wakes up. She's like, "Okay, I'm an idiot. I have no idea what's going on." And I'm just like, are you serious? Because that movie makes no sense at all. Oh and gosh. anybody, and I said, anybody who tells you that made sense to them, then they're idiots. And, and you know, whatever she goes, 
I was up all night thinking about that movie. Dude, that, it that, freaked that movie me does, out. It does not go away. Like it, it is in your head. You know, it's funny because I came, I came home and because I'd already put it on Miso, I came home yeah. that day and I'm like, so I finished it. Yeah. Because I don't like putting it on Miso if I've only like watched part of it. That's how I am. You know, I, I wanted, I wanted, to, you know, I want to be able to answer quiz questions about it just in case, right. just in case this happens. Somebody on Miso's like. All right, so um, in this scene, what did so and so say to so and so? I want to be able to answer him. I, I'm, I'm very honest, people. Yes, that's <laughs> good. Real, no, okay, no, whatever. I'm the same way, dude. I don't put it on there unless I've seen it all. Anyway, so yeah, that was funny. She freaking hated me for all day till I got home, which was convenient funny. because I didn't, I wasn't around anyway. That is funny. I, I, I'll tell you what, though, she probably got home and and I just came back from ballet practice, so I, and I still had my cup on. She's like, wow. <laughs> I need to get me some of that, so she made friends with me again real quick. <laughs> oh, that's great, dude. Yeah, sure. Oh, man. So, anyway. Wow. Wow, we went off a little bit there. Just oh, a little. Dude, uh, we got a crap load of voicemails. Well, yeah, let's listen. Should we do them? Okay, yeah, here we it. go. Hey, it's Chris. Uh You may or may not want to play this voicemail because it's a bit touchy-feely. So I was Uh-oh. listening to the show today, and uh, I got a little worried when you guys were talking about going to the John Waters show and seeing the beautiful woman. And I'm, I'm holding my breath in my anticipation, like, no, I don't want to lose this podcast out of rage. And then you go on and you appreciate the beauty of these women and acknowledge that they're beautiful women and I appreciate that so much because I have stopped listening to other podcasts that well you know they're they're actually douchebags and I don't think you guys are douchebags I think you're dicks <laughs> no we are sometimes but not douchebags oh oh, oh pardon me we're dicks because <laughs> dicks are okay in uh in moderation douchebags however are That's always what, bad for those you are wise time. words but uh, just wow. to say thank you, and that I really appreciate your, uh, I'd like to say, homophilic attitudes that you guys have, and nice. are always wonderful. You have to look that one up. Actually, really respectful in that way. And uh, as a uh, queer female who has uh, some transgendered boyfriends, and well, a transgendered boyfriend in the past, would like more. Anyways, um, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Listen, you know what? I, I appreciate that because we do a lot of joking around and stuff like that. And I think that everybody knows us enough by now <clears throat> to know that we don't hate people or, gen, you know, we don't generally hate people no, 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 or, no. or any hate, of that crap. We hate people based on their individual assholeness. Yes. <laughs> well, and, and also. You. That's a great way to put it. You know, what's funny is, uh, um, you know, uh, going to see John Waters. Yeah. I expected to see transvestites. Right. If I, if I didn't, if I mean, why would I? If, if I if I was like some kind of weird old bigot or whatever, yeah, I would I would probably feel pretty out of place at a John Waters thing. By the way, that did you you oh you probably didn't watch uh, this filthy wor- world? No, I've not on, seen uh, it. You, you should check that out. It, it's actually really cool. John Waters is really. In fact, I've been uh, I stuck a bunch of his movies in Netflix, and uh, so yeah, I'm about to get uh, get uh, get you game um, on. Sure, why not? Well, you know, not really. It's it's not really you know it's it's transvestites. Yeah, it's not. Like, that's you know that's okay. That's right? all right. Yeah, man. Sweet dude. 
Uh, thanks for the call, by the way. That yeah. made me feel good about myself. That is, yes. All right. Here's uh, here's another voicemail, All Darian. Right. All right. Look, listen. Okay. This is Darian, and I apologize for the sweaty bastard's remark, okay? <laughs> if we're going to continue this three-way meat secret of ours, I wow. can't have you throwing this in my face every time I call you guys. <laughs> I was sorry. I am a human being. I am not a dickweed. <laughs> wow, that's bold. Anyway, uh, good show on the Motel Health thing, guys. Uh, Mike, I love your uh, psychological breakdown of why Terry didn't leave the farm. Clearly, my friend, you and I have something in common in that we both, at one point or another, have dated strippers. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. They say they're dancing because they got the rhythm in them. We right. know they're dancing because they had their stepdad in them. Good time. Anyway, good show. I hope I got in in time for the whole uh, amateur ball hand, hands ball thing. Oh, yeah, you I did. I called two or three times. But, uh, that was awesome. Keep up the good work. I guess you're doing the fog next week. It's a good show. Yeah. If you're going to do something John Carpenter, you might think about doing Prince of Darkness. I think that was probably his best. Huh. Or one of his best, for sure. That was my favorite, anyway. Anyway, keep up the good work, fellas. We'll talk to you again. Yeah. Nice. Dude, oh, dude, I have not was... heard that little catchphrase. I'm gonna work that into my normal vocabulary, though. <laughs> oh, dude! Uh, you know, the Prince of Darkness. I haven't seen that in years either. And all I remember is Egg Shen and uh, one of the guys from Simon and Simon were in it. Wait a second! I mean, and Alice Cooper's in it. I have seen that. I've seen that one. Yeah. Why did I? Why have I seen that? I wonder if I just saw it because it was on my iPod. Probably. We didn't do was, that for the uh, show, right? I don't think we've done that for the show, and I, I, I think that's a great idea. I, of course, I don't want to do it so close to doing the fog, but, right. but um, I don't know. That was it, it was kind of Lovecraftian almost in mm. a way, you know, kind of the, I don't know, just kind of the unexplainable. Oh no, I do remember that one. It's like they were trying to scientifically something or other. Yeah, the green, the green, uh, the the green jizz pot in the basement. Yeah, and it had uh, not only Egg Shen, but it had uh, Wang in it. Well, from duh. from uh from uh whatever that's called that my big uh, trouble in little big china trouble. i was gonna say high road to china which is another one of my favorite movies but uh <laughs> did you ever see that one like when i was six high road to china you did i think so yeah, i don't know with tom Selleck and uh i don't know what her yeah. other that, yeah dude that was that was one of the greatest movies ever made do you I'm know gonna... what i do you know what the last time i watched high road to china was what my family we just got in our first VCR or something. I don't know yeah. how long it was after we got our first VCR. And it was on, like, the ABC Monday Night Movie or something. Oh, really? And we recorded it off TV. I'll tell you what. When I first got that VCR, I recorded everything. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like I would watch, like, Tom Brokaw's News Hour as long as I recorded. I was like, hmm, this is great. Just to, just to dick around with the so VCR. So you were, like, year, light years ahead of the DVR? No, because, well, maybe. <laughs> but I... I thought I was being awesome because <laughs> I don't know, man. But yeah, though that's awesome. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't mind doing that. I wrote to China. Let's do it. S- S- no. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Here's here's our next one. Hey, Mike. Hey, Sam. Uh, just wanted to call in. Just got finished listening to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre two review. What the heck, guys? I cannot believe how disappointed I am. I'm surprised we didn't it. get more shit for this. But uh, completely yeah. understand. We all have those days, you know. But here, more importantly, here's the uh, death scene slash 
horror trivia. Can't believe you guys didn't know this either. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's Cabin Fever, bitches. Derek, talk to you later. Bye. So Cabin Fever, and it was... Bitches. And it was in Last House on the Left, too. And you are correct, sir! Yes. Oh, wait, but you're too late. Somebody already won it. Yeah. So speaking of uh, people winning things, I finally sent out three prizes today. Dude, you are the I man. cannot remember what they were for, but I sent one to Gracie's Poppy, one to Derry, and one to the Wolfman. Oh. I can't remember how long ago it's been. But all I know is, is they're they're on their way. Set them out today. That's good, dude. And we're not doing a death death scene because let me tell you something about going to the post office. Yeah. I said I was behind some giant lady, who I swear was growing some kind of science experiment in her ass crack. Oh, so sick. yeah, I am not go- I'm not going back there for a little while. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is oh, horrible. That was uh, never mind. Wow. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, okay, next voicemail. Hi, guys. This is the dwarf that you flipped off the other day when I was trying to go into Best Buy. <laughs> yes, I have a speech impediment, too, so you douchebags can go ahead and laugh it up. I've had a pretty city day. I went to go look at a horse. I wanted to buy this horse, and it was really nice looking. So I asked the lady, I said, can I see the horse's eyes? And she lifted me up and showed me the horse's eyes. And then I said, nice eyes. Can I see its teeth? So she showed me its teeth, and I said, those are nice teeth. Now can I see her twat? And then she lifted me up and shoved me right in the horse's pussy. I said, hold on, let me rephrase that. Can I see her one around? So I've had a pretty shitty day, and then I see this bald motherfucker come up behind me and ride my ass. And then he could and flip me off. God, I hope you guys are happy. See ya. Oh my gosh, that is awesome. Wow. That is fantastic. See, now, I wish I could tell that joke somewhere. But I can't work that in. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, that is great. That was great. I I sincerely apologize. I I expressed my... my, uh, you know, the deep regret I feel for that, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I felt bad. <laughs> Only for, <laughs> for a once, second. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> all, right, all right, that was awesome. Here's the next one. Hey, guys, this is TJ. I'm a uh, first-time caller, but a long-time listener. Nice. Um, I actually started listening to you guys a couple of years ago, and I was, been faithfully listening ever since i've listened to every episode actually a couple of times through wow um you guys are actually the reason i got into listening to podcasts you're the first one i ever heard and uh you know now i have probably six or seven in my regular rotation we took his podcast um, virginity actually the the main reason i'm calling is i want to get my guest for the uh music clip contest from a couple of episodes ago um, I hope it's not too late for this. I know one of your listeners called in with the uh, the last house on the left, but I actually don't think that's it. Um, my answer is cabin fever. Nice. And it's actually kind of funny good. how I came to this conclusion. Um, I listened to uh, your guys' last two episodes just this morning, back to back. So <laughs> today was the first time I even heard the music clip on your show. And so when I, I heard your listener call in with last house on the left, I was like, well, 
I mean, I, I assume that's it. I didn't really recognize the music. So after I get done listening to your episodes, I decided to throw on a movie. And I've had Kevin Fever sitting around for a while. I've never seen it before today. And I just randomly decided that, uh, you know, today I wanted to check it out. And sure enough, 15 minutes in, I hear, <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> and I just, I bust out laughing. Like, I, I said, holy shit, what are the odds that I would decide to put this movie on? right after hearing that same music clip on your episode. So that is so that was pretty that funny. Crazy. Living right um, on and off the field. I did yeah, want to exactly. touch on Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2 a little bit. Uh, I agree with you guys. When thinking back on the movie, I really like it. But when I'm actually watching the movie, it's uh, it's kind of irritating. It, it grates on your nerves a little it bit does. there for a while. Yeah. Um, I do love the character Chop Top, however. And Mike, you're right. He does have a pretty devoted fan base. Oh yeah. Um, that is evidenced by the fact that in my very large horror action figure collection, I have a Chop Top action figure, nice. and it's nice. uh, it's from your favorite scene. He's holding a lighter in one hand and a clothes hanger in the other so hand, scratching gross. his head. So, yeah, he does have a, a very devoted fan base. Huh. Um, last thing I want to say about Chop Top though is I don't think he's supposed to be a continuation of the Hitchhiker character from the first one. Um, I actually think the corpse that Chop Top's dancing around with for like the last half of the movie, I think that corpse is supposed to be the hitchhiker. Really? Um, if you look at it really closely, it looks like there's a big tire track up the middle of its body, and I think it's even wearing the same clothes as the hitchhiker. Didn't so, that guy have like a I think big that's the deal there. or something too? Um, I don't remember I if I found it. this out in some supplemental material or if I'm just remembering some fan fiction, huh. but uh, I think Chop Top is actually supposed to be the brother of the hitchhiker. And when the first movie took place, Chop Top was supposedly over in Vietnam. And Bam! that's also the explanation as to why he has a plate <laughs> in his head. I think it's a result of some injury he got in the war. Huh. So uh, that's the, uh, the story there. Anyways, that's about all I have to say. Uh, just uh, keep up the good work, guys, and I'll talk to you later. Dude, I would have never known that there was so much lore behind <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Listen, I still can't get past the fact that he's eating fried pieces of his own dermis. Oh, that is so gross. <laughs> yeah. Oh, in that noise it made, that was gross. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry, dude. You you know what? Both answers would have been correct, but, uh, well, as far as I know, I guess I haven't really checked for Last last House on the left. Yeah. I think, I think, I hope, oh, shit, now I've second-guessed myself. I don't care. Whatever. All right, we got one. One more uh, voicemail, and uh, let's see. Let's get to it. Yeah. Hello, Mike and Sam. This Hello. is Lauren, and I'm calling in to give my report for the DC showing of Zombie Due, hmm. Fatu per Lucio Fulci. That sounds uh, hot. That does. It was, um, it was sort of a somber DC uh, scene, which was I expected to have you know, have the theater be filled with all these, um, like the, the twi-hard equivalent um, of people who like zombies. I just expected all these Walking Dead fans to be there. Oh, snap! It was really wow. quiet and mostly empty. So hmm. the 30 people did show up. Um, I was just... Good thing Fulci's dead. I mean, the film's seminal. You would have cried. But, you know, it's, it, DC is pretty conservative. Uh the three main highlights were that uh, number A, the soundtrack was really audible. I could really hear it, and it was amazing. 
I love the soundtrack. Mm. And um, letter two, the other, I think my favorite highlight was that uh, during the today exposing scenes, like especially before the zombie versus shark, where uh, the grandma haircut, the women, you know, doing the really comfortable thing and scuba diving naked (laughs) with a rope up her asshole bikini. Uh, the highlight of that was that my gay friend a couple seats down would hum loudly with approval, like, mmm, 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 like during the nude scenes. Sounds like a zombie a little. So I asked him afterwards, I was like, but are you not gay anymore? And he said, Uh oh no, but I might be gay, but I still love titties. I love titties. I was like, okay. So that that really tickled me. Um, And then number C... Uh, my, the other highlight was that I heard um, the couple behind me mumble, this movie is horrible uh, when the dubbing got really bad. And I just wanted to turn around and like kick the guy in the balls so why didn't for you? not knowing that actors in Italian B-movies pretty much recited all the lines in their native language. And then it was all dubbed really poorly later. And so for me, I was really excited to see the the really crap dubbing on the big screen. I really enjoyed that. Nice. And, um, yeah, I, there was another late DC Labian there, but I, I didn't nice. connect with oh. him because uh, the theater was just kind of like herding us around and, you know, they wouldn't let us be like sit at first. <laughs> and then it was just kind of daunting to just the idea of, of meeting someone else who, you know, just enjoys hearing the sound of, Sam dry heaving when you guys are doing a neck neck romance. <laughs> I know it was it was a little intimidating, so so we didn't connect. I'm really tired, so it was a midnight movie. And yeah, anyway, be it's been yeah. it's been a great great year movie wise because I was able to see now the zombie due and Suspiria uh, on the big screen. Nice. And those movies they make my life. Uh, so anyway. I'm going to shut the balls up right now. <laughs> wow. Before I say anything too weird. Oh, yeah, that oh, wasn't too weird enough. And um, keep up the good work, guys. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm going to shut the balls up about that. <laughs> I like that saying. You know, you know what we need to do? You realize you realize what could have, like, saved that, that whole deal. What? And, you know, uh, we need to make, like, a call. We need to make, like, a... Or, or, or some kind of thing people could do in public. Oh, dude, that people one know that I can't okay. do it right now because I'll wake the whole house up. But I, it's exa- it's almost exactly what you just did. Really? Oh, it's so loud. You know what it should be, don't you? What? Can you hear that? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, either you just made a noise, or you need to go get a tissue. Uh, how about both? Oh my. <laughs> Dude, that's a great idea. Yeah, we should have a little catchphrase that people could yell out so they know if there's other labians around. So... <laughs> <laughs> I could, I could just see people walking in and grabbing their cheeks and making jerk off noises. You know what we should do instead of that is, um, <laughs> we should do the, the sound from Necromantic Two where you slap your hands with three fingers. <laughs> oh. Oh yeah, yeah, uh huh, yeah, yeah. Mm, it's good in the in the butt. <laughs> Sure. Oh, that's so good. That is cool. <laughs> oh, that is awesome, dude. Yeah. Oh, nice. 
Nice voicemails. Yes. Excellent. Let's Very see. Very good uh, way to start off the show. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, you know what? I didn't find a song for this episode. I, you know, I did. I had okay. two that I kind of thought of for this episode. One was Purple Haze by Jimi Hendrix. Oh, okay. And then the other one was... Uh, Gordon... how, about, how about Purple Haze, uh, the much better version by Winger? Hey, yeah, that's great, too. All uh, right. Or then uh, the Edmund Fitzgerald by Gordon Lightfoot. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly. Dude, that song is like 20 minutes of that same like tune. Like, it is the same five second tune, tune but, man, over and over. Dude, the storyline behind that is, uh, let's just say it's chilling. Wait, there's a storyline. I usually like pass out from boredom about ten minutes into it. Dude, have you ever seen? Still got. Have you ever seen Deadliest Catch, where those guys put their lives on the line? Um, is it the? Is it like a? Is it a fishing one? Or yeah, is it's it where the they one... crab, where they go for crab when it's. Oh no, I haven't seen it. Anyways, I'm just joking around, but it's like uh, the perfect <laughs> storm. It's like this. Uh, the boat went down and all this kind of stuff. Anyways. And Marky and Mark didn't come back. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's exactly what it is so those, uh, are the, those are the two songs i thought of for this episode i don't have that song i i have uh i have a uh, gordo's gold and that's yeah. not on it really i guess i'll either have to get that one up or else it's uh the hands the most handsome bassist ever in uh kip winger Ooh, nice you know you know what's so funny is kip winger used to be a bassist for alice cooper and it's like I just wish he had some balls like Alice Cooper. Listen, I'll tell you what. When I was 15, yeah, and uh, I listened to the song 17, yeah. well, first of all, I had no freaking idea what was wrong with that. I'm like, ah, she's old. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Whatever. But uh, I, I probably listened to that song like like in my in my 15th year yeah over over 3000 times dude that's awesome i could still probably quote every lyric for you every word i don't even know how that one goes honestly yes yeah, box you've never you don't know what i'm sure i would recognize it if i heard it oh my gosh <laughs> i think we just found our song of the day yeah do it man <laughs> all right sweet all right we'll take a quick break we'll play <laughs> we'll play 17 <laughs> What, what, I don't get even, it. I don't even know why that uh, has anything. What the what the f does that have to do with the episode? But hey, <laughs> we got there, people. Six degrees. Screw you. <laughs> yeah, sweet. We'll be right back.
John Carpenter's The Fog. This is KAB Antonio Bay. Stevie Wayne here. And let me be the first to wish Antonio Bay a happy birthday. We're 100 years old today. And keep a watch out for that fog bank heading in from the east. 100 years ago, between midnight and one, something unknown came out of the fog. Now it has returned. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> 100 years ago, between midnight and one, something unnatural came out of the fog. Now it has returned. Years ago, between midnight and one, something evil came out of the fog. Now it has returned. Who's there? The fog. Antonio Bay has a curse on it. We're all cursed. Some water got in here, but something off a cold pin. I think I'll go to Vancouver now. Where's the fog now? Well, it should be right outside my door now. Oh, there's something different about this fog. Dan, stay away from the door! Someone listen to me! Get inside and lock your doors. Close your windows. There's something in the fog. Stay away from the fog. From the creator of Halloween, the ultimate experience in terror and suspense. John Carpenter's The Fog, starring Adrian Barbeau, Jamie Lee Curtis, John Houseman, Janet Lee as Kathy Williams, and Hal Holbrook as Father Malone. The Fog. What you can't see won't hurt you. It will kill you. Between midnight and one, it will find you. All right, we're back. We're going to be talking about The Fog from 1980. IMDb gave it a... I'm going to say 7.5. 7.8. Ooh. Ooh. Pretty pretty good, man. Uh, directed by John Carpenter. It actually had a uh, a nice cameo by John Carpenter, by the way. Did you catch it? No. You know when uh, there, there's a point where uh, the uh, there's like a the priest and he's he's having a drink. He offers a guy a drink and he's like, "Hey, come on in tomorrow at four. He's oh. like, "Can I get my Can I get my paycheck? Oh yeah. Uh, come in tomorrow. That's John Carpenter. Oh really? Because I have a yeah, I have him. a who else said that from that. Oh sweet. Yeah, so dude. John Carpenter. Uh, it was also written by John Carpenter and, of course, Deborah Hill. His, uh, his, uh, um, you know, she worked with uh, with him on Halloween and whatnot. And I actually think that they were married at one point. Oh. But I, I don't know. I can't remember exactly. I, I, I guess I should have done a little bit more research. Even though at this time, when when this movie's going on, uh, she, uh, John Carpenter was married to Adrian Barbeau. Oh, really? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Huh. 
Uh, budget one million dollars. Uh, the it grossed over twenty one million dollars oh, in nineteen eighty, so it rocked. Yeah, you know. Uh, anyways, well, I was gonna almost go off on a tangent there, but let's save it till after. Okay. Um, it starred Adrian Bar Barbo uh, mm-hmm. as, as Stevie Wayne, mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis as Elizabeth Solly, Janet Lee as Kathy Williams. You, do you do you recognize that name, Janet Lee? Yeah. From. I'm gonna say. Oh, shoot. That's not from. Um... Oh shoot! The van, the uh, werewolf movie is it? No, Psycho. Psycho. Oh yeah. Cool. Okay, good. Let's see. Uh, it starred Tom Atkins as Nick Castle. No, pardon me. Uh, George Buckflower, of course, is Tommy Wallace. Uh, it also uh, starred John Houseman as Mr. Macon. Yeah, there's a shit ton of people. Uh, it's funny because uh, all these names. As I was watching this, all these names, and then I, you know, I stuck around for the credits. And I'll, there's there's a bunch of like play on, on on names here, but we'll we can get into that a little bit later. Okay, so as we were talking about earlier, this is kind of a mystery, and I can't think of anybody who hasn't seen this yet. Yeah, but I think it's a pretty freaking good uh, mystery story. Yeah, oh, so I do too. What do you, what do you think? Do you think we should just go the spoiler route, or do you think we should just kind of? Skim um, over it or whatever. Well, I don't think you go the very, very, very end spoiler, but, uh, you know, I think you'd kind of talk about the mythology behind it and, uh, you know, what's motivating. I think you do that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, well, let's do it then. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, I would like to take you into a world of Antonio Bay. Jeez, <laughs> dude. What? Just, is that not is that not hot? Did oh, that, did dude, that, so hot. Did that not make your, your penis tips smack the top of your athletic cup? <laughs> Actually, my my athletic cup is sticking two inches off of my body right now. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay. So uh, we're introduced to the beautiful fishing town uh, called Antonio Bay. It was set somewhere in Northern California. Um, Antonio Bay is getting ready to celebrate its centennial. Yes, which means it's been around for a hundred years for those who uh, are stupid assholes. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, the film. Op- <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, the film opens up with an old man bas- basically telling a group of children scary stories uh, around midnight. Yes. Now, I bring this up because first of all, it's you know it's a, it's an iconic opening scene and the whole it's you know uh, what does he say something like it's almost midnight. Yeah. Time for one more story, you know, all this stuff, and it, you know, it's really cool. But as as we were as I was watching that, I thought to myself, what? Who in their freaking right mind would let a bunch of kids sit around at midnight with his old dude, you know, around a campfire? I mean, you know, one more story. Oh, and by the way, I forgot my sleeping bag. So who has extra room? Well, see, and I thought, <laughs> I thought the exact same thing because you know, I thought uh, I heard his little catchphrase. Um, we scare children the old-fashioned way. We molest them. We <laughs> we earn the right to molest them. Well, and then you know what I thought was, you know, it, and totally on a different subject yeah. there, I thought to myself, this is no worse than uh, kids going camping with Sam. What the? For scouts. Dude, we just want this for weekend. Di- we for just... a different reason. For a different reason. Oh, oh. Because I don't, uh, I don't know. I mean, you, you know, I love you, man, but yeah. uh, trusting the the minds and the psyches of, of Scout Age kids to, well, to 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 any member of the Cadaver Lab, let listen. alone the 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 most the, the craziest one. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. So we uh, anyway. we went camping and uh, watched Gremlins. 
Oh, 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 that's a nice family fair. It was good. No, no, it was the scouts. Nice. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, dude, it was really good. We had a little, we had a trailer there in this park. And uh, so we put a, put the movie in a laptop and had a projector and, and watched it outside. It was great. Nice. Was it Christmas time? No, it was uh, Halloween time. Oh, because it's a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. I didn't, I didn't remember that until I started watching it, though. That's all right. <laughs> Spoiler, but a gremlin gets blown up in a microwave. Oh, my gosh, it was awesome. <laughs> all, right. <clears throat> all right, pardon me. Uh, getting back to it. Yes. At the strike of midnight, strange things start to happen around the town, such as payphones start ringing simultaneously, uh, bottles shake and fall off shelves in a convenience store, gas station lights turn on and the pumps fall off and start spewing gas on the floor. But it all yeah. ends at 1 a.m. on the dot. Sorry, I'm, I, I'm like in the, in the mode of uh, telling a story because that old guy, uh, it, it reminds me of uh, that old guy from that movie. Anyway, uh, we're introduced to Stevie Wayne. Uh, basically, this is uh, Adrian Barbeau's character, KAB radio station owner and the DJ. Uh, apparently, she moved in from Chicago. She's an implant. Uh, seems that everyone in town uh, listens to her show. I guess she gets on like at 6 p.m. and goes till 1 a.m. or something like that. Yep. Um, seems like she has, uh, like, like we were saying, she she either has a smoker's, I mean, uh, a sultry voice. Yes. And uh, she really goes for that. Uh, and apparently, she can see the whole town from the lighthouse, which comes in handy later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she anyway, has a, she has like a built-in GPS. That she does. Yes. Um, and it, I, yeah, never mind. Uh, I almost kind of went off on it for a little bit. And you know what else? Yeah, I, I don't do that kind of stuff. Come on. All right. So uh, then we're introduced to the next day. We're introduced to Father Malone. He's kind of this drunken and I guess broke priest. You know, he can't he can't uh, pay John Carpenter for his uh, uh, you know I guess his menial job there. But uh, that night during the witching hour, when all that shit was going on, a stone falls off the wall inside of his office. And inside he finds a book. And it was actually a journal of his grandfather, and uh, which was one of the founders of Antonio Bay, the city. And, of course, it's 100 years later. Uh, but he finds a journal and finds out the real story about how Antonio Bay was founded. Mm-hmm. Um, so you think you think we should – We I, yeah. I mean, it happens pretty early, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. So apparently in 1880, um, the founders of Antonio Bay, I think there was uh, uh, six, six founders, and one was Malone's grandfather – um, what happened is they deliberately sank and plundered a clipper ship named the Elizabeth Dane. Now, how that came to happen is that it was owned by a guy named Blake. He was uh, a, a rich guy, and he had leprosy. Mm-hmm. Basically, I guess they were in talks with this guy to, you know, they didn't have any money to, you know, build a church. Antonio Bay didn't have any money to build a church to, you know, get anything going, but... Uh, you know this guy. Uh, this guy Blake did, and he actually wanted to start a leper a leper colony, I guess, to the north of Antonio Bay, mm-hmm. um, or something like that. And I can't remember exactly. Um, you know, if he if the deal was he can come and if he gives the money, I think it was. You know, to start up this uh, this town. Yeah. Anyhow. Uh, basically what happened is these guys double crossed him and, uh, as the lepers were coming across, you know, the island to Antonio Bay, they sank it and, uh, they set it on fire and sank it. I can't, actually, I can't remember if they set it on fire because I actually watched the remake it, as well. Is it sunk it? I think it's sunk, dude, not sank. They sank it. Is that really they what they sunk it? I'm not sure which one it is. They sinked it. <laughs> there you go. That, that is for sure it. 
in, oh, no, 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 no. What they actually – I remember what they did. They lit a fire um, near some rocks and uh, basically I think what it was is that was meant to be a beacon – and so they crashed into the rocks. In fact, I know that's what happened. Yeah. Um, they, yeah. The uh, the fire was like I said. I watched the I watched the uh, the remake. Now, you know, not that we're going to talk about the remake too much, but yeah. just just to kind of I, I I hadn't seen it for a while. And so I have not seen that. Well, I'll mention. We'll, I'll talk about that a little okay. bit later. Anyway, um, so they uh, basically the 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 ship got sunked. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, 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 everybody on the ship died, and the conspirators went after. And uh, basically, uh, you know, obviously they didn't want the leper colony behind, but they did want the money. So after they went and, and, and scavenged the money, and uh, you know, they founded the church, and they, they really got the town going. So, anyways, that that's the whole backstory of Antonio Bay. And mm-hmm. here's this is this priest who figures this out, you know, at an opportune time where holy crap, we're about to honor these guys and have a big celebration in their honor because. Uh, you know, they, they founded this great city. Yeah. Anyhow, so back at the lighthouse the next evening, Stevie Wayne is informed by the weatherman that a big bank of fog's coming, you know, and, and it's kind of this mysterious bank of fog. Um, and uh, so basically she, she makes a call out, since everybody in the whole town listens to her, she makes a call out to a boat called the Seagrass that's out there, you know, a fishing boat and whatnot. And, then, and she's like... All right, there's fog coming in, and of course, uh, my favorite George Buckflower. Yeah, dude. <laughs> this is a, I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was so funny. He looks out the window, fog. Yeah, fog bank. You said <laughs> fog bank. That's right. And then uh, of course the fog shows up. Fog bank. Yeah, there great. is a fog bank. <laughs> anyway, so the fog bank overtakes the seagrass, and um, in some really creepy, uh, atmospheric, you know, ship. Um, I don't know, like clipper ship shillelies. I just, yeah, sorry, I just threw that in. Um, I just wanted to say shillelies because uh, yeah, it's a fun word to say. But anyway, so basically, these uh, shadowy figures, these silhouettes of tattered flesh and the clothing, mm-hmm. get on, come onto the come onto the seagrass and they kill all the all the people, all the crew of the seagrass, and uh, it was all very mysterious. Um, I mean, th- basically the next day, well, and, and we'll talk about, it, they, they find this ship, um, the deck is dry, but there's water below and, and, uh, you know, there's some weirdness with the, the decay rate of the bodies mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But anyway, so it's all very mysterious, but before that happened, we, we missed one of the greatest men of all time. Tom Atkins. Tom Atkins. Mustache list though. Yes. He looked um, naked. Well, yeah, I don't like him with an upper, a naked upper lip. Yeah, it, it literally it threw my. Well, first of all, I totally lost my boner, and uh, I had to put uh-huh. I had to put my junk back in my pants. But um, yeah, it was it was just really weird to see it. But <laughs> I don't know. Um, he he's basically you see Tom Atkins. He's driving down. His name's Nick Castle in the in the movie. Uh, he picks up Elizabeth, who is uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, and uh, she's hitchhiking, whatever. Um, and this is actually this happens during the 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 the, the, the big witching hour of weirdness and mm-hmm. their their windshield blows out and all this stuff. My favorite line though was, uh, "Are you weird?" Oh yeah, <laughs> I was like, "What?" Yeah, coming coming from a super female, I don't. I don't know if she should be talking to Atkins. No like he's weird anyway. Uh But of course they sleep together. Duh, right? Well, yeah. I mean, how, how many movies is Atkins in where dude. he sleeps with women the third his age? Dude, it's Who the cares? 80s. It's the 80s. Free love, dude. 
free love. Free, free love. And uh, I, I'm just actually, I got to tell you, I'm surprised he didn't. It, it was that easy, even without his mustache. Well, this is this <laughs> is pre-AIDS. <laughs> what does that have to do with his mustache? His uh, mustache was a uh, contraceptive, and well, that's the thing is that he had to grow that mustache because that catches AIDS and gets rid of it. For him. <laughs> it's like a filter. Yeah, it's a filter, dude. <laughs> That's why. That's why. Never after. After this movie, once once AIDS was well known, he never you know shaved it off You know, it's a again. great point. You know how we put filters in our house so you know uh-huh. the air comes through yeah, and it dude. goes through that filter. I'm just gonna grow a mustache. Absolutely, because then you just well, turn your. You just you just kind of put your upper lip in your mouth, and then you've <laughs> whoa, got that. Weird. You, you've got that mustache is like a filter over the front of your mouth. Well, unfortunately, I'm not manly enough to, to grow a Tom Atkins mustache yeah. and have it be uh, a venereal disease uh, filter as well as a air filter. But whatever. Yeah, dude. All right. Back back to Antonio Bay and the centennial festivities. Kathy Williams, the fest organizer, uh, goes out to the church to ask Father Malone to ask if he's going to offer the benediction. Uh-huh. Basically, he sits down and tells her and her assistant what he found in the journal. And, of course, it's too late to go. And, and you know do what uh, change everything and but uh, basically what we're left with is this is this uh, priest who seems to be racked with guilt you know that his grandfather and friends were these murderers mm-hmm. and you know Antonio Bay was founded on this big lie and whatnot um, but anyway uh, I don't know so so I, I don't know that's basically the backstory um, you know the rest of the story was was basically them trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, basically every time the, the fog would come in, it would bring along these shadowy figures. It would, it would show up to Antonio Bay, um, you know, the homes and things like that. And it was really creepy because, you know, and then there's even one point at Atkins house where somebody was knocking on the door and in the second it, it switched over to 1 AM, uh, you know, they were, they were gone. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, what, what did I miss? Hit me, I, hit, hit, I, hit some well, other stuff. No, I think that you've got most of it. So you've got these different kind of side, you've got these like uh, these these story arcs that are going on, and mm-hmm. uh, and so they're kind of, you kind of think they're disjointed for the first little while, and then they kind mm-hmm. of they all come together. But that's why we're talking about some of the different things there, right? But anyway, yeah. Well, and, and the, here's the thing. Now Carpenter was dissatisfied with the results, uh, the original results. He actually added that, you know, the scene at the beginning, the storytelling scene in afterward, and he actually went after and, uh, added some more of death scenes and stuff like that. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, because I, apparently, you know, they was, you know, here it is 1980. It's, it's got to contend with Friday mm-hmm. the 13th and, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that, I guess, so, you know, in movies like that. Yeah. So he went back and did that. And apparently he was, he didn't really like what how it turned out hmm. exactly um and he said that this is uh uh you know not one of his favorite movies uh however it's it's bizarre because um i really like this movie yep you know i mean it was it was a, it was just i mean it was a flat out basically a ghost story mm-hmm. You know, where, you know, kind of there was a mystery going on. There was a ghost story. Um, There was uh, uh, tons and tons of atmosphere, Um, you know, I guess because of the reshoots and all that stuff. uh, Carpenter just he I guess he wasn't happy with the end result. In fact, I think that's one of the reasons he agreed to the, the remake, actually. 
Hmm. In, in in 2005, where I think he was uh, a producer on that, uh, but I don't know exactly his involvement on that. But hmm. uh, I don't know. So, what'd you think? Yeah, I thought it was really good. I really liked how they set it up, and I, you know, I this this on its own, I thought was really good. I can see where where he's talking about if you're if you're competing with slasher films, and mm-hmm. you know, you're you're you know, you've done. Uh, you know, you've got a name for for horror films and stuff like that that, uh, that that you may feel like this doesn't live up to it. But you know, for having kind of a good storyline, you've got some pretty compelling characters. You have people who either were um, stars in their own right or were going to become stars in their own right. Uh, you know, I thought it, it all came together and, and was a cohesive, good story that ended well, up being very, very well done. Yeah, and you mentioned the you know. The, the characters and the people in this film. I mean, this actually had a great horror bloodline. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, not to mention John Carpenter and Deborah Hill, mm-hmm. you know, who were the writers and producers of this and Halloween. Uh, but we did, like I said, we did have Janet Lee, we had Hal Holbrook, uh, Tom Atkins, Jamie John Lee Houseman. Curtis, even for a little What's... bit, John Houseman. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. The 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 guy who told the story, right? Yeah. Um, there was uh, Rob Bottin did the makeup. Uh, who who worked on. Uh, Piranha, The Thing, you know, another awesome uh, Carpenter mm-hmm. film, The Howling, and even Legend. Um, the, the the cinematography was uh, done by the same guy who did uh, Halloween, Halloween 3, mm-hmm. The Thing, you know, even Back to the Future and Jurassic Park. His name is Dean Cundy. Oh. So, I mean, this had a lot of talent, um, you know, associated with it. And uh, this was, in my opinion... Um, Right in, you know, kind of amidst the John Carpenter's high point. Yeah, I agree. And, you know. And 7.8 means other people agree, too. Well, and and that's fine. I mean, obviously, yeah, but there are movies I hate that have really high marks, Well, no, that's true, but. But, you know, and the thing is, I know people who, who don't care for this movie, but. And I'll be honest with you, before we I rewatched it, I don't remember. I remember thinking it was good, but I don't remember thinking it blew me away or anything like that. Right, right. However, as I was watching it this time, uh, I must have been in the right mood and watched it at the right time. Mm-hmm. But it was actually very compelling. And, and I did watch it with my eight-year-old daughter who was uh, who really was enjoying it. And maybe that helped out too. She, no, that's good. It was funny. I don't know. She she was, you know, I every once in a while I'd, pa- I'd pause it and uh, explain stuff to her. Yeah. The, the best part was is uh, – is, uh, they they said something like, uh, "Oh, and I had a gold doubloon," and I oh, yeah. and I paused and I paused and I said, "That's a that's a gold coin." She goes, "I can't believe you told me that. I know what a gabloon is." <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh uh, yeah. Well, whatever. No, I think uh, I think uh, I think that you're right. And this time of year, with the weather changing the way it is, oh, and yeah. kind of getting, you know, colder, and there may be some fog rolling in. I don't know. I just think that it is the right time to watch this type of movie. Oh yeah, and and I I absolutely agree with you. Uh, just one awesome note, uh, Father Malone. That that part was actually originally offered to Christopher Lee. Oh really? Oh man, and he was unavailable to do it. And Hell, uh, and what's his name? Hell Holbrook. He did uh-huh. a great job. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But man, Christopher Lee would have been the man at that. Oh yeah, that would have been a good one. It was too bad he was playing Lord Dooku at the time. <laughs> yeah, that's too bad. That he is. was preparing for it. You don't just walk in and become a Jedi. You prepare. No. For years. Well, if you think about it, that shit was going well. Actually, that was that shit should have been going on like 1960, mm-hmm. since those were prequels. Right. Oh, I just read a note here uh, that approximately one third of the finished film is newer footage. Oh, really? So they went back and, and did reshoot stuff like that. Oh. Um, 
But uh, I'll tell you what, the one, the, the one thing that really stands out in this is, to me, is everything that's going on in the fog itself. Yeah. The, basically, there were, you know, the, the fog would roll in and it would have mysterious lights in it that would basically, a lot of them serve to, you know, create a really stark silhouette. Mm-hmm. Of these people, the, 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 these lepers, these fisher fishermen coming out of, you know, just the, the ether, you know, mm-hmm. just from the mm-hmm. beyond or whatever. And because of that, um, the atmosphere and – well, and the cinematography also was gorgeous. But just sometimes seeing those – and it's like I would pause it and just, just, to, just to look at it and it was gorgeous. Yeah. At certain points where you could just see something, you know, in the foreground and in the background, you'd see this ominous shape, yeah. you know, and you never really got a good look at any of the people. At the right. end, you did get like right. glowy eyes and stuff like that and and whatnot, but we never did get a real good look. And I think that did a lot, um, a lot, added a lot to, you know, the overall creepiness and um, mystery of the film. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I, I don't know. I... I'm trying to think of things that I didn't like about this to, you know, to try to give it an even keel. Um, well, I've got a, I've I got don't a, know. I've got a WTF. Okay. What is it? So I didn't, you know, you have Jamie Lee Curtis who meets Tom Atkins mm-hmm. and she's a hitchhiker. Right. And she ends up staying and, and, and they, they go throughout this, this adventure together. He like starts ordering her around. Let's go. Yeah. But not only that, but I didn't understand why that's how that had to happen. I don't know. Maybe it was because they were looking for a scary part at the beginning when she was hitchhiking. But you could have had it that they were just boyfriend girlfriend in the town. I just thought it was weird that that it ended up being that she was a hitchhiker that he picked up, and then they slept together the same night. And Doesn't then, that make it a little hotter, though? Don't you wish that would happen to you? Well, else well yeah. Well, of <laughs> sure. course. No, but I just I didn't understand why that was the angle. It ha- it didn't really have anything to do with with the way that it went. Maybe mm-hmm. it was so that he could talk about some of the local legend and it would have oh maybe and it would have been that she uh if she was from the city that they wouldn't or from the town they wouldn't have talked about it i don't know but i just thought it was sure. weird dude i just thought that was a, a weird entrance for her well i you know i don't know um uh, there i i remember being a little bit worried about there in the in the film um stevie wayne plays a, a single mother mm-hmm. and uh you know with her you know she has a son and she has like while she's at the at the station um she has a babysitter and whatnot Mm -hmm. and uh i thought that was going to be an issue Mm -hmm. because i mean for one reason or another i don't know i don't know why but i i have a hard time with kids a lot of times yeah but i think it that actually and i remember watching this again oh that's probably what i thought i didn't like about this movie Uh, but as it was unfolding it's it became really creepy because the the fog came and took the babysitter so here's this kid on his own yeah you know, yep. and uh, I mean, even though it did kind of it was kind of a silly thing where where Adrian decided that she knew what was going on, that there was mysterious things in the fog without really having much background or understanding of what's actually in the fog. Right. You know, and so she starts calling out for people to go save her kid. And of course, Tom Atkins does because he's a freaking man. But uh, no. But other than that, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. Um, wasn't really, that, and that didn't ruin it for me. Like I said, that that part didn't ruin it for me. Uh, it actually uh, served it served pretty well. Oh yeah, I remember what there was. There was also she's up at the lighthouse telling um, people where to go to avoid the fog. Oh yeah, 
and and the, all that did was serve as a is a, a mechanism to get people to the church you know for the final for the oh, final showdown yeah. but you know what honestly all that stuff was easy for me to overlook because of the the way it was shot because mm-hmm. of you know the 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 great backstory and the, and the mystery that I thought was pretty good. I yeah, mean, I do too. You know, a, a lot of times um, in in horror movies, you know, we get some backstory, but but uh, I think this one, I mean, but it do, we, it doesn't really work itself all the way out. Right. You know? I mean, we'll get a backstory to stage something, right? And then the rest of it is just what happens once it's been staged. But no, this one I think came all the way to the end. Yep. You know, and uh, <clears throat> it didn't feel it, contrived like some no, of the other. Not at you know, all. other movies that we watch where they, they, it's just so contrived that they feel it, like. Do I hate that? Maybe sometimes, but not all the time. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It depends on the movie, you yeah. know, really. But no, I, 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 the mystery was great. People were, you know, we, I guess we kind of learned what was going on kind of early, mm-hmm. um, you know, but still to, to see what was coming out of the fog and, you know, just the impending terror. Yeah. What was great, and like I said, maybe maybe it was it, for me. It was watching it through an eight year old's eyes, watching her get freaked <laughs> out, and put the pillow. Up. No, and I do admit that was really it was it was kind of fun to do. Oh, yeah. And uh, there's a couple times I, except for I told her that she had to close her eyes because I couldn't remember if we saw Jamie Lee Curtis's bosoms. Oh yeah, no, we were but, safe. Yeah, you know, this was rated R. Um, yeah, but well, for what though? Well, what? and that yeah, I mean they did. I don't remember them. I remember them saying the shit bomb, but I don't remember saying the f word. No, I don't remember that. It must just be the. Um, it was pretty Terror. violent there, and then you had the. Well, there's some body stabbings that came out of the closet. Well, and it was 1980, right? And maybe maybe that's a, I don't even though I say 1980, maybe they went for think, it. I mean, maybe that's what they figured they needed to get to to make it make people maybe. go. I don't know, but I did watch the remake, and that seemed to be like, like a dirtier than this. Oh, really? Whatever. Uh, Lauren, who called in uh, the, the voicemail on Facebook, uh-huh. she said that uh, there was a couple of good games you can play while watching this. Um, oh, yeah. It's to figure out if Adrian Barbeau is hot or not. Really? It's tough. I mean, it is. Uh, she, you know, back then she still had somewhat of a fresh face. Still, mm-hmm. uh, I you know, I'd, I'd say kind of hot. You know. But the problem is, is did, did you watch Carnival? Yes. You know her in that, she was a lot older in that. Yeah. And then, but there's one scene where she's going down on this girl and then all of a sudden her, her head pops up and she's got like these demon eyes and she's yeah. just like cackling. Yep. That's all I can think of when I think of Adrian Barbona. Oh, now, so it funny. ruins it for me. That is funny. Because <laughs> that part freaked me out. Oh man. In Carnival? Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. That, was, that, that whole was, that whole series was bizarre it was, and creepy. It was good. It was good. Though. No, I love I loved it. I'm just I'm sad it went for two yeah. only two seasons. Yeah. Um, let's see, it was that one, and then she had another game. Uh it was determining whether or not we were we were watching the actor Jamie Lee Curtis or or sorry, the actress Jamie Lee Curtis or the actor James Lee Curtis. Yes. So <laughs> that's bizarre. Dude. That's so funny because I have a lot of stuff for, on that. Uh, nice, dude. Yeah. All I know is, is with all the beautiful shots, the fog, the storyteller in the beginning, you know, the the cinematography, the priest, you know, the shadows, the the, the way they filmed it, uh, the shots of the city, you know, in the beginning with Adrian's voice overlaid, um, plus just the location itself. I mean, that lighthouse was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, very good. I I really enjoyed it. I love the witching hour angle. 
mm-hmm. where all this stuff would happen between 12 midnight and 1 a.m. because that's when the conspirators got together mm-hmm. and had a meeting to to determine what to do about the situation, and, and that's when they decided to, to, to kill the lepers. Yeah, The score was pretty good. It was also done by John Carpenter. Um but uh, yeah, man, I, I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I did too. I thought it was I thought it was good. Definitely worth a second watch because I I had watched that uh, probably six months ago. Mm-hmm. Oh really? So, oh cool. Yeah, it was definitely good to watch it again. Well, okay, so I watched the 2005 remake. Uh-huh. Uh Three point four on IMDb. Oh really? Uh, what what's the guy? The Superman from Smallville played Tom, played Tom Atkins' part. Oh really? Um, uh, you know, and Selma Blair p- played uh, Stevie Wayne. Who's Selma Blair? Uh, she's she plays the girl who can do fire on Hellboy. Uh, the, I'd have the, to go watch that again. I can't think of anything else she's in. I don't know. She's been in a ton of shit. Somebody's screaming at the at their iPod <laughs> right now. <laughs> but uh, this was kind of made as more of a teeny bopper flick. Oh, really? You know, and they kind of they I mean they took the basic story, but they kind of bastardized some of it. Mm. And uh, it's funny because the fog in the 1980 version um it looked a certain way and you know mm-hmm. they they there were limitations obviously i mean there are always limitations mm-hmm. on special effects things like that but the fog i thought looked pretty good you know the glow the glowing stuff the fog in the 2005 version all it was was shitty cgi and it was terrible is that right it looked a lot worse than the stuff from back oh, in the day oh man that is terrible you know, I wonder if people just get lazy with CGI. Oh, I think so. Because obviously John Carpenter and, and the crew had to go through, and you know, in the closer shots, they had to get like real smoke machines yep. and stuff. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, the only time we really saw, um, you know, a camera trick with that is, you know, when we were overlooking, you know, a large part, you know, for, you know, we had a bird's eye view type mm-hmm. of thing. You know, and I, I, I thought it looked really good. I did too. I thought that, I thought it was really good. And I hate that this was such a step back, but um, it didn't. Ex- it, the, the story in the 2005 version was was tweaked, and you know, it was just kind of a. I don't know it. I, as I was watching it, I remember hating its guts. Yeah. I don't. I. I don't know. I. It really bastardized the 1980 version. It's not a good movie. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it would probably be an AMC for me, mm. but I, I don't, I remember hating it Yeah, a lot worse than I did, but still it's, I don't really know if it's worth watching. Well, but, and I won't yeah. on that recommendation. I mean, there's so many other things out there that I could spend my time doing than well, watching. And that's that. the thing. It's funny because people ask me, people tell me, oh, you should see this one non-horror movie. It's freaking awesome. I'm like, yeah, I bet it's awesome, but I'm never going to watch it because I have so many movies on my to, to watch list. Yeah. I just added two more today. The Dead. It's a, it's a, it's an African zombie flick. Oh, a really? Zombie flick that takes place in Africa, anyways. And then uh, this new Hellraiser, which I know is shit. You know, I've been, <laughs> I've been told it's shit, but I'd rather watch that than some like critically acclaimed awesome movie. Dude, I got whatever. It's, it's funny because that I think I told you I got a, a five dollar movie at Walmart, and I couldn't yeah. believe what was on there. So I got Hellraiser Inferno, uh-huh. uh, Dracula <laughs> two thousand. Wow, and there was like there was like six others, and I knew most of them. So see, dude. So anytime you see a Hellraiser thing, even if even if it's gonna suck because it has something to do with it, you're gonna watch it. I have to watch this, and I'm gonna. It's getting late, so my wife's probably asleep, so I'm gonna throw it on. I'm gonna have to get. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I think I've I've uh, I've uh, jerked this movie off enough. Well, nice, dude. Well, what did you learn? Dude? I learned a couple things. Okay. Um, that fog ghosts use eyeballs as martini olives. Nice. And that uh, Tom Atkins knows the true nature of James Lee Curtis. 
<laughs> so and you know what? What what? That's fine. But cool. he was a risk too because he didn't have the stash. Oh, dude, that was scary. Yeah, so <laughs> I learned that you that you don't go into work just to talk to Adrian Barbeau on the phone. Oh yeah, because you'll die. <laughs> that's true. Stay away. From that's me. all I learned. That's all I learned. I, you know, to be honest with you, this is another one of those movies where I was really into it mm-hmm. to the point where it was hard to take notes. Yeah, no, I agree. I have uh, some who else said that. Okay. Um, Father, can I get paid? That was Lindsay Lohan after blowing her dad. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, uh, really? Then, <laughs> can I ask you something? Are you weird? And that's me to Johnny Depp. Have you ever seen that guy be interviewed? Like, yeah, like uh, I saw some where he was talking to a group of kids for something. Dude. He's like a bizarre he dude He is now. probably one of the weirdest people. I, I just, you know, he's kind of like Robin Williams on the other side of the scale where he just never turns it off. Like, right. he, I don't think he even knows who he is. And so he's just this bizarre person. But, you know, fantastic in movies, but bizarre. Uh, let's well, see. well, listen, once you hit the peak of 21 Jump Street, it's all downhill from That's there. That's so true. It just messes with you, so dude. So true. <laughs> um, let's see. And you're just a voice on the radio. That was the cadaver Labians trying to convince themselves that I am not in their closet right now. You're just a voice in the radio. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and the last one, and this is so terrible. In fact, I almost did not share this. Oh, great. Um, Andy, I love you, but sometimes you're a real pain. That was Ain't B after Anal with the Sheriff. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm just going to apologize. That's... Oh, you just ruined Mayberry for me, Dude, man. No, it's I, so I, terrible. I, just I got some of that. I got some of those. Uh, uh, do you feel that? That was something Sam says every time he has sex. <laughs> Good one. Uh, yeah, sorry. Something, <laughs> something that one lives with like an albatross around the neck. No, more like a millstone, a plumbing stone. Damn them all. That's me complaining about my giant balls. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what, dude? Never mind. All right. All right, thanks. You, I got nothing yeah, to add you to that. better you better be quiet after you just ruin Aunt B for me. I know, I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right, uh, kick to the balls. I have two. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dude who drank juice and put it back on the shelf while cleaning the store. Yeah, Dick. Yeah, he gets he gets one for that. And then uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, just to see if she has some. Nice, dude. <laughs> just to see her reaction. Yeah, just to see if she got some balls. That's great. Uh, my only kick to the balls, and this was hard for me, is Tom Atkins without his mustache seeing him. Oh, nice. Uh, it's like Freddy without his glove, you know? Yeah. Jason without his mask. Of course, <laughs> after part three. So good. Uh, <laughs> but so my, whatever. My six degrees, though, was George Buck Flowers in Briscoe County Jr. with Bruce Campbell. Nice, dude. Yeah, man. Nice. I'll try and go the shortest we can. Dude, what's it? What, Steve, I almost call him Steve Mariachi. Steve Mariucci, the old coach for the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. My wife was convinced he was Bruce Campbell. Are you serious? Because he's in a commercial, and I'm like, that is not Bruce Campbell. Dude, not even close. No. I, I got really upset with her for that one. Oh, that's but funny. Whatever. I saved the lashings for oh, a bit time. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, just kidding. Uh, all right, man. So, you know, I don't know. I guess what I, I, I basically said everything I had to say. Um, I, I really like this movie. Yeah. You know? What do you give it then? Oh man. It, I, how about it, if I go first? You go first. I'm going to give it a buy. Well, I'm Okay. I was going to give it a bone saw and I'm still going to give it a bone saw. All right. Um, uh, here's why 
even though you know it's funny because i saw it and i wanted to give it a bone saw but then i read all that stuff about john carpenter uh-huh. not being his favorite movie and i'm like well if he doesn't even like it yeah you know, whatever but i don't care man this did it for me yeah this was a fun movie to watch it was a great story great you know mm-hmm. it, it was gorgeous to look at mm-hmm. you know uh, may, and maybe it's also because I watched the remake right after it. I watched the two in a row. Oh man! And oh, so that's that, what was going on. I saw that on Miso. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I watched it. And they may have like, wow, this is a pile of shit. That makes the other one look like a bone saw. <laughs> so. That's awesome. Oh, anyway, man. Yeah. So anyway, um, as far as the death scene goes, yeah, I'm taking a little break. Okay. Because. I hate going to the post office. Listen, and you've you've done your due diligence, and especially because you exposed yourself to ass crack, uh, ass uh, crack science project mold. Yeah, dude, that's that's <laughs> some scary stuff. That is nothing to be taken lightly. No, dude, no way. Yeah. Well, that's it. Uh, call in two zero six three three nine two seven three zero. We appreciate those those freaking voicemails. They're yeah. awesome. Fantastic. Um, I I just feel I I kind of wish that uh, we had dropped the whole midget thing. Because I like really feel bad about that. You should. I flipped off a midget, oh. uh, even though it was a female midget. That's yeah, cool, Richard. Still, Whatever. You know. I'll tell you what that story about the horse and the midget was. Um, that was that was classic. <laughs> that if you've got if you guys have any more stuff like that, please. I'll tell you what. Answer. It's that story and that story alone that if I had a lisp would talk me into going to get elocution lessons. Oh, jeez. Very nice. Very good. Yes, absolutely. And also, All hey, right. we need to wish everybody a happy Halloween, too. Oh, dude, I am stoked. Happy Halloween. Yeah, dude, call call in with what you guys did if you want. Yeah. If it's awesome. You know what I'm going to be doing Halloween night what? since it's Monday? What? Taking the kids trick-or-treating, well, dude. So, uh, so am I. In fact, I've got to yeah. take the baby. Last year was fun because we could walk around. Now I've got to push a stroller this year. But I still uh, enjoy doing dude, it. You're going to look so it. manly. Oh, I know. I oh, yeah. No, and, that, and that's what I'm doing that Monday night. I'm taking, of course, I'm taking... Uh, Halloween off, and this I am too. Off. I am too. Um, it's a three day weekend for me. So it's a four day weekend for me because I'm taking Friday off. Because you want to know why? Because you can't play basketball. That's why I go in on Fridays. Right. Anyway, <laughs> we don't want to go off on that again. No. All right. So you got anything else for us? I don't. All right. So for the Cadaver Lab, we'll see you later. <laughs>